Hi everyone, welcome to the Woman Up podcast. I'm Libby, a creative writing student and aspiring author, and today I will be reading 10 poems. The poems begin with highlighting some ways that women are impacted by the patriarchy, and the last few end with an empowering note. The experiences of these poems come from my own as a white cis woman, but the patriarchy impacts everyone of all genders and races, some more than others. I'm oppressed for my gender alone, whilst women of colour, for example, are oppressed for both their gender and race. So please bear in mind that the poems I read, though may resonate with other women, cannot reflect every woman's experience in a patriarchal society. I truly want my words to start conversations about the harm of rape culture, men's violence against women, and sexist-based oppression. So please share this podcast with your friends and family, and what may begin as an uncomfortable conversation will, hopefully, turn into a space to grow and educate yourself and others. If you would like to read more of my poetry, be sure to follow my Instagram account at libbyjenna.poetry and for episode updates, be sure to follow my podcast Instagram account at womanup.podcast. As a quick disclaimer before I begin, some of these poems, if not all, do cover themes of sexual assault and violence. If this isn't something you want to listen to, that is absolutely fine. I just thought I'd say it now before I begin reading the poems. Unrequited Adoration, The Woman and the Moon I love the darkness, and the darkness adores me, which is why she is so hurt at all the sundown atrocities. All the night can do is watch from her full moon eyes as woman after woman are torn apart, bruised, violated, and left to tease demise. She cries into the night at the injustice, but no one hears. What's sad is that, even if she could tell someone, who would believe her tears? Would the police consider the eyes of nightfall, or would her statement be erased as soon as the sun scared the shadows of the previous night away? Would her account convert to a mess of dust as she can't testify for what she has seen? Does she put her guilt in the moon's craters with every smothered scream? I love the darkness, and the darkness loves me, but the night can't keep me safe, so I stay indoors unseen. A witness account by the eyes of the night. I see him before she does. Please walk faster, please walk faster, please walk faster. I watch as she walks with haste along the path. Her keys cast a slither of light and reflection from my frantic moon eyes, her breath twirling like a smoke signal in the crisp winter air. Please start running, please start running, please start running. I feel his presence in my ebbing darkness, like a fly trapped in my web. But he is scaling the velvet threads of night, closer and closer to the real fly her, and he is the ravenous spider. Please call someone, please call someone, please call someone. I send some warnings in the wind for her to take out her phone, but she doesn't seem to notice that she is far from alone. The warnings are dark so she can't see the red that floods from his footsteps and fills his sick head. Walk faster, walk faster, walk faster. He is right there. I try to look away, but I'm stuck in a trance stare. He's hungry, he's hungry, he's hungry. I wish he starved tonight and every night after. May he become a skeletal tangle on the floor. I envision it in my head and hope it comes true. I don't want to shed light on more gore. I open my eyes I had shut in fear and I'm beyond thankful to see that she will be safe tonight as she made it indoors somewhat peacefully. A pawn in his game. I can't do what she does. My body doesn't move that way. And I don't think I want to be a part of your aggressive role play. I don't like that. Can we please try something else? Oh, well, maybe I'll give it a go. Just for you. Please don't leave me on the shelf. 
I'll contort my body and writhe to an unknown rhythm. Maybe if I do what they do, he'll like it more? Focus, keep up, just a little bit longer. Yeah, that's it, call me a whore. Oh, that's too much, sorry, that's my mistake. Oh, you're so pathetic in this performance. Perhaps we should take a break? He still wants more, but I have nothing else to show. I know I should have watched it again, perhaps it'll be over quicker if I moan. It hurts, ow. Why do they look like they enjoy this position? Just grit your teeth, grind a little, and pray for an intermission. How sad that I have lost how to find pleasure in this act, because I'm objectifying myself to make sure he likes me back. Don't let it be me, or her. What you are telling me is that I am risking someone else's safety by making myself feel more at ease. When I cover up more of my skin, when I drink less on a night out, when I order a taxi to take me home instead of walking, when I clutch my hand over my open cup in a club, when I call someone whilst I'm walking into town, when I carry my house key in between my thumb and index finger, when I smile and act pleasantly to avoid confrontation, what you are telling me is, if I protect myself, they will choose her instead. Zip your coat up, your privilege is showing. What are you most afraid of when dating someone new? The interviewer asked. He replied, probably being laughed at or rejected. Sympathy radiated in the air. How sad that must be to feel your ego crumble at the hands of femininity. What are you most afraid of when dating someone new? The interviewer asked. She replied, being murdered. It's interesting that violence against women is often, but not only, triggered by rejection. So how can women say no and safely deal with feeling disaffection? I haven't yet come to a strong conclusion because every man I've said no to is under the illusion that if he keeps picking at me, I'll finally crack and I'll do as he wants and lie on my back. I was never competitive, so why am I competing with her? Call me by her name, picture her when you're with me, stroke my hair as you did hers, call me beautiful like her pet name, wipe out my exterior and paint her over me because this is the only way you will love me. Erase me, I beg, maybe then you'll want me. How sad she was, that she was willing to disregard all of herself just to be loved, desperately wanting validation that she was worthy of it and wanting the toxic love from movies tainted with submissive women's stereotypes and manipulation disguised as love that left her willing to mould into whatever shape he wanted. How sad it is that so many young girls are taught to compare themselves against each other, to be carbon copies of one ideal the society has fed them as desirable, when there is so much depth in their individuality. Music Box Doll Your sweet melodies bewitched me to fall into the body of the music box doll, spinning incessantly and silenced in a strained pirouette trance. Only when the melody stopped did I realise the cogs were formed from rusted heartstrings. I'd idolised a love that was toxic. You stole my flame and smothered it slowly. I've lit a match on your cage and watching the music box burn with every splintering sigh of the wood. I smile because your song will never again play. Mirroring behaviour starting to crack. I stared at my own reflection and couldn't recognise the face. For so long I struggled with who was looking back at me and why I felt so misplaced. I decided I would no longer look in a mirror 
for fear of never understanding who was staring back. I told myself it was time to change before the mirror cracked. I hate you. Models with edited figures on drugstore posters sneer at me. Diet pills in a sad rainbow array clink together menacingly. New skincare hacks for cellulite and stretch marks bicker amongst themselves. New year, new you! And other toxic phrases smeared across the shelves. You look tired, dear. Have you tried concealer for under your eyes? Perhaps lay off getting a pudding. We don't want those calories sticking to your thighs. When I get back home, I look at the crinkles under my eyes, where laughter has left a permanent memory on my skin, and the lava traces that glow over my thighs sweep me with gratitude, as I have lived enough of a beautiful life for them to grow. I guess where I have bathed in glitter shards every night and traded my soul for diamonds, I expected a faultless beauty to always smile at me in the mirror. But I am so much more than a pretty being. My handcrafted humour stifles an obnoxiously loud giggle as my introverted traits walk gingerly around my pools of creative thoughts and kindness swims in my aura and dives amongst my intelligence in an artistical, acrobatic spectacle. Now to my reflection, I say, I love you. And I love you unconditionally. I know that my insecurities have been force-fed to me, shoved down my throat with a shovel-like spoon, I know that companies profit from internalising a desire to be pristine, perfect and untouched. But I don't want to be pitted against other women, for we are all mesmerising in our individuality. And I don't want to be pitted against myself, because my mind and body is magnificent, breathtaking and beautiful, to say the least, simply because it is mine. Snakes sleeping in the flower beds. I am in love with my femininity, how my gentle cadence cradles the passion that sews my heart together and pulses beams of light through my body so that my soft glow radiates alongside the warmth of the golden sun, how honeysuckle sweet smiles decorate my face whilst I dance my tiptoes on caramel kitchen tiles, my hair flowing in the floral scented whispers of spring. I am in love with my femininity, how the embers at my feet blaze in amber shards as smoke twirls around my fingertips before pulling me in a direction that is yet to be scorched by my flare. How a slight smirk creeps across my face as fires from my fists reflect in my snake-like irises. How hues of phoenix feathers carve themselves around my aura. The thrill of running barefoot on harsh rocks before leaping into empty air, hoping to land in ice-laced water so my mind is awakened by the cold tendrils. I am in love with my femininity. I am in love with being a woman. Empower each other. Forged from fire and soaked in sun, a woman's power is comparable to none. Though we are oppressed, criticized and cheated, our voices will never, ever be defeated. <laughs>